Welcome to the ASAP Weekly Rocket League Podcast, a show hosted by LeZero, the man of a thousand rants, as well as Relentless, who has the spiciest takes and Wabbit, the fan favorite. This show details the latest news in the Rocket League scene, esports results, and tips and tricks on how to get better at the game, while sometimes they'll just take a random topic and see where it takes them. Thank you all for listening, and enjoy. Hello and welcome back to the ASAP Weekly Rocket League podcast, uh, the longest running podcast in the game today. I don't know. I was going to say that. I don't. I feel like there's an intro that already says that and I'm saying it twice. I don't know. The nerves are coming. For those who don't know. All right. I actually have a video component. Uh, and because we have guests today. Ooh. Ah. Ooh. Through some interesting circumstances, it just kind of turned out this way. Um, and I'm joined today by the Gaming Together co-op crew that's what i'll call you uh philip and nave how are you guys doing we're doing pretty good this whole we've never done zencaster or anything don't look at me like that philip we've never done zencaster but this whole recording (laughs) thing at the bottom i know this is going to mean nothing to people listening but it looks kind of like some scary fungi infection sped up by a hundred times you ever watch anything like that on youtube it's gross creepy crawly i don't like it I'm gonna like just stop looking my at hand it. over just the bottom. Close the tab. Yeah. yeah, close the video after you have it for sure. For sure. Uh before I, I let the guests introduce themselves, what I am gonna say is that I had an amazing time on their podcast, which hasn't quite been released yet, but I will link the RSS feed so people can at least be, anticipate it for whenever it releases. I don't know. Um through some circumstance, uh yeah, it turns out the two of you are gonna be on the show today. I'm really excited, uh, especially as how good that last episode was. Um, and they're going to kind of give us an outsider's perspective on Rock League. Um, and so we'll, we'll kind of see how that goes. We'll see. We'll see what people think of us uh, to to all in our community who are listening here. Um, so, Philip, maybe you can uh, introduce your podcast a little bit yourself. Hi. Yes, I'm Philip from the Gaming Together, a cooperative podcast. Uh, if, quick introduction. <laughs> this is one of my pet peeves is when he says the at the beginning. It makes oh, me want to yeah. hit him. It's just Gaming Together, a cooperative <laughs> podcast. Excuse me. Uh, if I just had to go into Rocket League real quick, I actually don't have a lot of experience with Rocket League because I played it about 10 minutes with just like some friends at their house. And I was like, oh, this game looks really cool. Car soccer. Really cool. And I got slapped instantly after like <laughs> not even like one round. I couldn't score a point. I couldn't touch the ball. It was, I was so bad. And I'm like, OK, I'm just never going to play this game again, probably. And, and then here me. you are. Yeah. Here, here, I've decided to invite you on a Rocket League podcast. Good start. Good start. Navy, anything to add to that? Uh, whenever the game went free on PlayStation Plus for the PlayStation 3, I think, uh, that's whenever I jumped in. It was like huge hype. Um, I basically, I, I got my feet wet. I played probably for about 30 hours at the beginning, and that was whenever everyone was kind of bad all at the same time. So I kind of felt an elevated sense of accomplishment that I would I would be on the winning team quite often. But now that I watch people play, I, they're doing like they're doing jumps off the walls, bank shots, 360, no scoping all into the net. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I can't. I'm like, oh, my God, what is what has happened? To the, it's like watching uh, table tennis from like the eight, 1980s and then watching videos of table tennis today. And they're like rocketing the little ping is table tennis is with the ping pong or is that with the little shuttlecock? Is that what I, I don't called? know what the official differences between those two but i feel like there's if there's people that care they're gonna really hate that, that we're talking about it right now that's what i feel like great is shuttlecock a curse word i think i just double no node 
I'm just going to take a drink. Well, you know, just oh, like uh, ping pong, Rocket League is actually very popular all around the world, including China. I, I, I love how Philip is trying to do my uh, transitions for me. Here. Oh, sorry. Um, so, <laughs> no, I, I love that. I, I was just thinking it's about great. Balls of Fury, that movie about ping pong, uh, but I don't amazing, know anything. Amazing. Uh, yeah, if anyone hasn't seen that. Christopher Walken's great. Um, so what we are going to talk about today, yeah, having you two on, you, you usually talk about co-op. And um, I wanted to get your perspectives on what people think about like the game, the community, those kind of things. So uh, my first question out to you is, are there any kind of pre-based assumptions, pre-based things that when, when someone says Rocket League, like that's what you assume about the community? Okay, well, first uh, off, with- I assumed Rocket League was dead until... <laughs> I saw your podcast was actually doing really well on like the rankings on Red Circle. And I'm like, dang, Rocket League, be, it'd be making moves still. Ooh, well, you- we're going to get more into that later, actually. That's going to be it's going to be definitely one of our last topics. But I, th- I think it's great that you. Well, isn't that interesting? I feel like I have the same like idea when I think about League of Legends. Like I have a game. I haven't played that game in years. It must be dead, right? Yeah. It's like, no, it's still the second no, most popular game in the world, yeah, the right? Same. Which before um, this, I went and I did an hour of research on Rocket League. And Rocket League is still like, I think it was like sixth or seventh, like highest grossing esport. And I'm like, oh, 100%. Yeah, like, this is crazy. People are into Rocket League still. It, it's esports popularity over the last year or two has gone crazy. Right. And the sponsors, especially the North American sponsors, are like ridiculous. I mean, no, not there isn't actually that many other esports that have typical kind of, you know, car related sponsorships that you can do. Yeah. But that's like such an easy tie in. Right. Like NASCAR and, and football. Like those are all like things that you don't really think about certain other esports to tie in necessarily. But uh, yeah. And the fact that it's, you know, brand friendly. Right. Like um, it's a lot easier to, to kind of, you know, I think for parents to be OK with their kids playing this than like. You know, I don't know, uh, Counter Strike or something. I was thinking you were uh, gonna say something about like you can slap Firestone tire on the side of the wall and it would look not out of place. Yeah, you can. No, you put it on the wheel. You know, you actually. <laughs> yeah, come on, Nate, get yeah, real. Well, I was thinking, I was imagining like you know the F one. Oh no! What? I help me. The circuit racing the, with the crazy cars, the tiny ones, and their heads are sticking out of the top. Are you talking about drag like, racing or what? no that is Formula, Formula? One? No, no, you're talking okay. Formula One. Yeah. I think I I think I said F one. I might not have, but um, you did. You did. You're good. They like they're like no 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 and you see McDonald's. They're just it's like McDonald's car, McDonald's car, McDonald's car. Oh, that's what we need. McDonald's sponsorship. That's definitely the next go to. Um, also, as some of you may know, this is the chaotic energy that I actually love about these guys' show. Uh, so you're probably gonna get a little bit of that once we're kind of going into things. Um. And I actually had, you know, I think Philip was kind of playing around a little bit with our uh, our notes for today. And you, you you put something in here about uh, like elitism, and at what point you stopped being a beginner. What what were kind of like going through your mind when you when you wrote those down? Okay, I'm curious. So first off, is in my research, I saw when I just typed in Rocket League, everything was a tutorial video. It was how to make <laughs> like pitch shots, the ultimate goalie positions, proper rotations for diamond tier or, or stuff like that. And I'm like. Whoa, hold on. Like, this is like so much deeper than I thought. Because in League of Legends, you think, when do you stop becoming a beginner? When you stop walking into the turret to kill yourself. Like, that's basically like, once you learn not to do that, you can play League with the best of them, I feel. I still do that constantly. (laughs) Yeah, it's like once you learn the last hit, that's whenever you're advancing from maybe like a medium 
like what's the thing between beginner and like veteran I'm trying to think of a good one like i think it, of think of uh elder scrolls like elder scrolls oblivion yeah like there's like novice where you're walking into turrets <laughs> then there's journeyman where you're last hitting minions and then there's maybe like veteran where you're actually doing proper like group positioning and team fights and then there's, all these sounds like sound like things that you would like if you're in a like a summer camp, you know what I mean? Like yeah. they want to give you like ranks you progress through the week. Like th- these are the words they'd use. Anyway, keep going. Like the Boy Scouts. <laughs> oh, we were so, we were Boy Scouts. So, yeah, we perfect. were Boy Scouts. <laughs> so I was a bad Boy Scout. I was a good Boy Scout. So <laughs> like at what point, like what skills do you think really like defines what do you need to know to play Rocket League and not be laughed out of the room? Because like I brought up elitism. And that's only because I was definitely showing elitism, like, I think yesterday when I was playing with one of our friends, Shadow, on Pokemon Unite, and he fed bottom lane and two minutes abandoned the lane just to go to a different lane. And that I called like him out. sounds like a shadow move. I know, right? And I was like, what are you doing? Like, after that, I literally said, I'm not going to play with you anymore. And I just didn't play another game with him. Oh, like, you're, so yeah. you're like, is there that in Rock? Like, yeah. Yeah, I... I, I think if you're playing with friends, it's not that much of a problem because I think the differences in Rocket League, like you can, what you kind of do if you if you're better rank is you kind of hand back a little bit and just let you know your friends be, you know, go crazy, you know, off to the races and you just kind of hand back and make sure that you don't get scored on or you'll do like one cool move. But yeah, that that isn't that much of a problem. Like I don't think there's a lot of people that are like, yes, I'm gonna take my bronze friend and we're gonna, you know. We're gonna we're gonna play in the in, in uh, diamond or grand champ lobbies here and and see see how it goes. Um, but I think I think there is something to that. Like, there's definitely a lot of people that think they're better than they are, or they're like, oh, you're bad, you're trash, all those things. As to like starting the game, I would actually recommend like your first 100 hours to not look up any tutorials and just grab a bunch of friends and just like you know play play like on Friday night or something. You know, grab, grab some experience. 100 yeah, hours yeah, grab, though. <laughs> no, no. My point is, my, my point is like up to a hundred hours or up to two hundred. Like, like just enjoy because I think that's a lot of people, especially when they get way more serious about Rocket League. One of the big things that they think about is like, oh, I missed the time where I literally didn't know anything and the game was just fun and they don't worry about like all oh, all these crazy mm-hmm. things. So my point is like, yeah, until until you get to that. Like, I think for the both of you who are all, always just going to play it casually, I would just get a group of people who are around the same rank or people who don't play it too often and just play for fun and not worry about that stuff at all. Uh, Cause it's, it's the, it's the fun aspect is there, right? I think once you start getting into like, Oh, I need to learn all those things, then it becomes competition. And like, that can be fun in itself. If you're like someone who likes competition, but it's not a game that I would. Yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say make that switch until you like, you've, you've enjoyed those hours, those, those first, whatever many hours, just having, having fun and if you're just playing like once a once a month then that that will continue on forever right like yeah if you're just playing for fun from time to time that will continue on forever but i think that's a great point i think that's a great point uh yeah nave do you have something to add to that um one thing that i heard whenever you guys were talking it just reminded me of a podcast i listened to literally at work today earlier and it's the this podcast shout out to the snark tank i don't know if you guys like that kind of stuff it's just a if a rambling podcast just like i'm I'm prone to do and so (laughs) they were arguing about fighting games somebody wrote in a question was like hey how do i 
I'm a beginner at fighting games, but I want to get serious. What is a good game to play? And they were arguing for like 45 minutes over whether or not this guy should learn frame data or not. Like, it's like, if you're learning frame data, that is next level end game word. <laughs> I don't know where you're going with that one. <laughs> yeah, you get it. No, no, but no, no, it t- totally makes sense, right? Like, I think a lot of people... Um, Okay, so here here's an explanation to the to you who are all considered the outsiders here at Rock League. A lot of people they like see this really really cool thing that like some pro does, and they're like, or some freestyler does, right? And they just like do this crazy, oh, all these tricks, whatever. And they're like, oh, I want to do that, right? Um, yeah. The, the reality is, if you're gonna get there, it's not gonna be from just like driving around and having fun. You're gonna actually have to put in the hours to practice. But then there's kind of a split that happens. And it's like, there's really cool skills you can learn for fun, but how much they translate to you actually winning a game is non-existent until you hit the top 1%, if that makes sense. So it's yeah. like, oh, this is like a really cool skill. You know, I can flip three times under the ball, right? Yeah. Um, so if you if you don't know this, right, um, the way that the Rock League works is you have a flip, but you can actually reset and flip again if you get the bottom of your car to touch the ball, Right. So this is one of the biggest kind of moves that a lot of people do um, because it's a flat surface. Anyway, uh, so there's gotcha. all these fr- freestylers who can like essentially just like keep hitting the ball while they're upside down because they have a continuous flip. And anyway, all this crazy stuff. But it's like, yeah, that's a great skill. That's uh, honestly at the point that some of them are doing it, not even useful. Right. It's like, <laughs> you know, you know, what a soccer player keeps a ball up like a thousand times. Right. Like, I would argue, okay, maybe, like, getting to, like, 100 or 200, like, keep-ups. Okay, that, that shows you have, like, a general skill of the ball, right? But once you pass that and you're, like, at 1,000 or, like, 10,000, you're keeping the ball up, you're not really learning anything, right? You're just showing off at that point. That guy's, like, the David uh, Blaine of soccer players. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. Um, yeah, so that's that's very interesting kind of that. You know uh, what that really makes me think of? If Sorry to bring it back to league again. I know this yeah. is Rocket League. But do you guys remember <laughs> ward hopping game. with Lee, Lee Sin? Like the ward hopping plays that everybody would always set yeah, up? Yeah, yeah. It's like, the insect kicks? Yeah, insect kick. I forgot. Yeah, insect. Where yeah, yeah, I'm with you there. It was completely unnecessary. We were playing like bronzy games, and people would go <laughs> for these plays where they'd throw down a ward, they'd hop behind the turret, dive in, take like three turret hits to then R kick the person like into a wall or something. They wouldn't even like knock him out from under the turret. And I'm like, why are people... Like who is playing Lee Sin just to make insect plays? There's like a there's a small percentage of junglers that are like that looks sick, bro. I'm gonna go do that. I'm gonna be the next MLG. MLG is not a thing anymore. I'm gonna be the next pro gamer. You know? Yeah, I love I love how you're being conscious of the audience, which is probably something we can talk about. Rocket League in general uh, does have um a younger audience it's kind of a lot of things that a lot of people associate with it right that that it's a younger audience um and which is contrary to our podcast which is actually definitely an older audience so it's kind of like we've we've taken we've taken uh some of the older listeners um but it's definitely interesting to kind of see that that difference because for a lot of people like what i see a lot in younger rocket league players right now is what i felt with starcraft 2 and i'm sure a lot of people felt with halo right mm-hmm. um as it being kind of their game right i i know actually i think i heard recently nave that you were talking about this with fortnite right that um in in fortnite like w- was this on the show we did together this might not have been out yet no uh, this is on the destiny episode I, 
I was Destiny. I did listen to the Destiny episode recently, but it, how how I, I think it was like your cousin or, or your nephew was it? Um, how you're kind of yeah. seeing through his eyes the same thing you saw when when you were playing, like where they're discovering the game. And so for a lot of people, Rocket League, right? This kind of for them, it's like the first big esport, the first kind of game that they're playing with a bunch of friends. So I'm kind of interested in seeing that and that rise and that development. Um, as someone who came from like StarCraft 2, kind of that was it for me, right? With StarCraft 2 when it had its height for two or three years. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, it's very interesting kind of feeling feeling almost like the the elder in the in the crew i guess uh although i'm not that old but uh relative speaking right relative to all the uh the kids right i think like what what was it it's like sometimes i get angry in the game and then i'm like wait it's probably 13 year old that i'm oh yeah against right now or or with uh that's, that's like, my that's my strategy on twitter yeah, yeah. whenever everyone, i get angry at somebody <laughs> for sure for sure um, okay, I'm going to explain a concept which a lot of people who are in the Rocket League community they like to um, they like to tout a lot. They like to say the Rocket League's not quite like any other game, and that's because it's like physics based. And I'm going to put quotations here. Um, and it it is kind of true, right? Like I don't think there's any sports game like let's just say FIFA, right? If, you, mm. if you're playing FIFA, I hit the A button to pass. I hit the you know the B button to shoot or whatever. But it's it's more like a meter that I'm just trying to adjust. I don't have to actually physically control the joints in my knee as I kick the ball, right? That's not that's not the way it works. Um, and so the like reason quop. a lot of people... Yeah, that was my first thought. You were talking about quap. <laughs> yeah, like, well, I'm like, quap? Yeah, okay, quap is like yeah. Rocket League. Uh, so, <laughs> we found um, one, guys. Physics-based game. There you go. There. Hey, listen, we found one. Um, Can you but, even play quap anymore? Is that like... That was a Flash game, right? Flash is dead? You can probably download the Flash and like run it in your own mm. browser. I think there's a something. bunch of kind of restorative projects where they're just getting a bunch of whole like a bunch of old flash games and then selling them um, like making like a whole bundle and and, and keeping them alive somehow. Uh, but yeah, I was going to say so that there's that whole physics thing, right? Where where the car you, you kind of control exactly what the car does. It's not like click button to do things. It's like, you no, know, you control your car does. And how does it react with the ball? Right. And it's it's physics are its own world, too. Like you have to get used to them. There's a top speed your car can go and stuff like that um but yeah i think i think this is kind of one of the aspects where yeah they like to say that's very unique like that's one reason people say like there's not quite another game like it what i want to ask you is a can you think of another game that's like it right um or b can you think of an idea for something that could be kind of physics based and still be like a lot of fun the main thing that i was uh Mm -hmm. The main thing that I was thinking about whenever I was watching a couple of Rocket League videos is it's very mesmerizing. And like the mm. you, like the way that you said that you can have a lot of control over your car, one thing that made me think of was skate. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. I'm glad we're on the same page. I was thinking about skate and the ability to manipulate the board in the air. And a lot of people sometimes describe skate as like almost like a pseudo rhythm game. You can get into this pattern like almost like you can feel the ball coming in like a, don't clip that you can feel it coming towards you in like a second and a half and you know it's about a second and a half away and you know exactly how much turn you have to do in order to get the perfect hit off of it and stuff like that it's very similar to the feeling of if you play guitar hero or rock band whenever you were younger that whenever you get the the star power or the overdrive and then use it with all of your bandmates and you're all just like, yes, we knew that was the moment. 
just somehow subconsciously, you know, and you can get, it, it looks like you can get those feelings of euphoria in games like this. Like you can go into that zone, into that trance. Mm. Also, Philip, any, yeah, to break in, uh, I would say that there is not a lot of games that transfer skill over to mm. Rocket League. Like I put like, you know, FPS is FPS, MOBA is MOBA. If you're good at Dota, you're probably going to be pretty good at League, or at least you're going to know the basics and be able to perform. If you're good at Halo, you're probably going to do not the best, but you'll be fine in Counter-Strike. You know, maybe back Ooh, and forth. Not Counter-Strike. Not Counter-Strike. Okay. If you're good at Siege, maybe you can play some Counter-Strike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's no warm-up to Rocket League. Just in my research, the only thing I could find was super acrobatic rocket-powered battle cars, which is apparent. Which if is an original League. idea. Yeah. Which is, the, yeah, the precursor to Rocket League and made by the same developer. Yeah, so, there that's all go. I could find. Um. Yeah, no, but I mean, I, th- I think that's great, right? I think there was like this this other game they're trying to make it like physics-based. It was like this weird basketball and skates game. I don't know if you heard of this. <laughs> sounds wild. It, that sounds painful. It, you kind of felt, actually, I guess it was more similar. Like, it kind of felt like Lucio from Overwatch a little bit. Okay. And you're going around in circles. It was there were some weird rules. Um, that's the last thing I could remember. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's very interesting to kind of see that take, right? So uh, there's definitely there's definitely that aspect of it. Uh, so far, what we're looking at is okay. We we kind of got some of the outside perspectives, right? Um, and from your assumptions, I'll say you're probably pretty accurate with, with some of those assumptions, right? Um, some elitism, I guess. Uh, but it comes with I, any competitive game. I would yeah, I, that's, I, what I, that's what it looks like. I haven't like actually Rocket been League in the community. Not Rocket Liege. Not that Rocket <laughs> Liege is any different than uh, any other games as far as people, the competitiveness. Do the competitive you feel nature. like communities ever are truly like so different you know what i mean like i i know there's differences all right but i feel like at the end of the day once you've been part of a couple of communities you're like okay this one's like slightly more like this or this one's slightly more like that right there's slightly more sheesh jokes or, or there's slightly more like you know 13 year old humor in the rock yeah, scene there's a lot but of there's some general trends that are very similar to other you know video game titles i don't know if you see that as well i kind like, of have this i brought this up in one of the one of the some time ago but um there i feel like there's like a ratio of competitiveness to friendliness and the more competitive a game gets the least friend the less friendly the interactions tend to be i'm not Mm. i'm not sure how that is in rocket league because i haven't played it in so long years really but i always relate back to and i've got rock band on the mind i'm sorry everyone i literally just got done playing rock band but um I'll, i'll play a game of rock band with just total randoms the five people left that play that online and I'll get a message from them and I've never interacted with them before. And they're just like, Hey, you're, you're really good. I haven't seen a basis as good as you in a while. And I'm just like, and that's what my, my, my message looks, my messages look like on Xbox. It's just a bunch of those like, wow, you're doing good. And then when I play <laughs> siege, it's a bunch of freaking hard, like a bunch of freaking hard curse words and telling <laughs> oh, no. me to get off the game. You know what I mean? They're like, of course you can't be, be on that corner. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I want to win the game, but, <laughs> um, no, I feel like there's a correlation, at least, and it's like, what is it called? Anecdotal. That's anecdotal data for my part, but I think that's actually a great point because because what, um, and we're actually gonna get into it right now in a second anyway. But 
Um, what's what's kind of happened with Rock League, I feel, is there's definitely a core fan base that would die, like, I would say, like, our diehards, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of them play the competitive modes. Um, and this is one because, you know, they're interested in being the best, you know, the best there ever was or whatever. Of course. Um, but the the big thing right now is, you know, uh, I think, you know, you take like Halo um, Forge, right? Something where you have like a free play open, create what you want. Currently in Rocket League, um, the only way you can, uh, people can make custom maps, but the only way they can do it is through the Steam client. And the bigger problem is you can't really invite your friends to it. It's like a very difficult process to do so. Uh-huh. Um, and so that's one of the big things that they're hoping is that in client, some kind of like creative mode would help a lot of people. And to add to all this, and this is probably one of the biggest things, I'm kind of curious to get your reactions on this, right? Rocket League uh, became free-to-play, I think, in about, I think it was a September, October of, uh, you know, just just under a year ago, shall we say, okay? And it went, and there was for, I think, a solid three, four months, a million players online, pretty much at any given point. It was wild. It was insane and uh and like those were like the cat like definitely a lot of casual players i think what it did for the game is it made it kind of you know more mainstream per se Mm -hmm. all right i I think it's more kind of like you see all these random people that like i'm like oh rocket link has just been mentioned in this youtuber in a sketch that you know i'm watching like a a youtuber like that that does a bunch of sketches and there's just like a random mention of rocket league completely unrelated to the video i'm like i don't think that would have been the case like six months ago um but what's kind of happened now with the community is that it's dropped back down. It's, it's, uh, you know, Google trends and viewership has dropped back down to what it was before free to play. So it's still at the same line it was, but it's dropped back down over the course of the year. Now everyone knew it was going to drop back down. However, people thought it would settle at a slightly higher point than it was before. Right. If you have all these, like, mm-hmm. let's just say it was 800,000, right. Cause it was before it was about 200,000 like active players. Let's just say we're back to that. Right. People thought it would at least bump up a little bit, but like it seemed like that's true guys. Yeah, exactly. And so one of the things right now the community has been kind of arguing about and they've kind of been going crazy about is like, oh, there's no real new developments. Um, By the way, Sionix has been bought out by Epic Games uh, and there's a lot of just, you know, color something and then sell it (laughs) monetization. Yeah. I don't know if that sounds new to you, but (laughs) Mm -hmm. uh, it seems not to elite players. (laughs) Not to elite players. Yeah. Um, But yeah, that's kind of been the big focus. So, um, I guess I guess to, to put a question in in my question here to to ask you something, um, I'm kind of curious if you think, um, and like if if there's a game that's like you know paid and then it goes free to play, if there's ever a world where you actually like retain the player base over like a year or two or three or four, like where it actually grows a substantial amount and not just drops back down before free to play, do you know of any examples of that? My main idea immediately is what happened to Rainbow Six Siege. It's not the same situation, but Rainbow Six Siege got put on Game Pass, and that boosted the player base up quite substantially. And <clears throat> which it, which unfortunately, that game is is probably one of the most toxic games I've ever played. So there was like an inverse effect of a bunch of people just getting. So they're like, oh, I have Game Pass. I'm just gonna get on a brand new account. And just be a, uh, I don't know if you refer to Smurf, if there's any way to Smurf 
on Rocket League just to get a really yeah, low level account and play against new players. Well, well that's, that's free to play, with... so there's <laughs> so it's even worse. <laughs> a lot more. So yeah, yeah it's, that's the problem on there is that there's it, if you're level one to level forty, you're playing against people who are like just tired of being just tired against tired of playing against people who are their own rank. They want to just go and beat up on people, but it's just a big uh, circle. <laughs> of um i i love it so by the way everyone heads up i can see nave i appreciate it he's he's helping me out with the editing a little bit um but i can see nave like he would just go off if it was his own show uh, and by the way the episode we did i'm so excited for people to listen to it um but yeah anyway keep going i knew exactly the word i think everybody knew exactly the word you want to say but he <laughs> says circle anyway continue on just keep going but yeah, it's just a it's just a it cycle. It with monster truck. Um, monster anyway. truck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a big cycle of uh, just a bunch of Smurfs fighting each other. And unfortunately, whenever I get new friends, like I want Philip to play with me, but he used <laughs> he got killed by bots. That game is very hard. Yeah, so it's not like it's not like uh, Halo where you can get shot eight hundred times. I think he got one tapped in the face by a bot who was hiding in a corner of a room, and he was just like what is this game? Yeah. <laughs> How is that possible? This is hardcore. I don't uh, know if I can compete. So unfortunately, you relegate the new players to playing against bots, or if you want them to play against humans, you have to yourself try really hard to make sure to defend them and shield them, protect them from the, the mean smurfs, that, in which case you might even have to smurf so that you can bring the overall level down. It's like, it's an awful... It was an awful cycle for a little while, at which it's all over now. It's still on Game Pass, but that surge like you were saying when it first went free to play was enormous and i've never seen q t- q timers that low in that game and uh it's, oh, but I, I i think that might literally be it like everyone's talking about that but it's like yeah people tried it for fun right there's a lot of people that played first couple of months especially like you know christmas time holidays hit um a bunch of people played it and then you know, slowly they played less and less, and now they're just playing casually. Because there's also that point we were actually talking about at the beginning of the show. There's also that breaking point where it's like, after you've played it a year, especially if you played quite frequently, it's like, do I want this to be that competitive game? Right? Like, do I want this to be the game that I'm going to dedicate everything to? Because for me, like, that's one of the big things uh, in my personal kind of, I guess, esports journey. I'm using a lot of air quotes here that no one can see, but. Um, is that I kind of always had one competitive game. I can never really have two games at once where I'm like trying to be really good at because I found it was just you're just worse at both, right? Mm-hmm. Like you can't you can't be doing League of Legends and Rainbow Six and hoping that in both of those you're going to hit like top 5% or something, right? Like that just doesn't or top 10%. Like that just doesn't really happen. You kind of have mm-hmm. one game at a time. And I think for a lot of people, right, especially the community that's already been here, they were dedicated regardless. They've been playing for so long, but the people that are casuals, they're probably like, yeah, I've, I've had fun, but I'm not, I'm not going to put in like, I'm not, I don't want to practice. It's supposed to be a four fun game, right? Like that, that was kind of the approach. Yeah. And practicing always helps you get like, you've have even more fun. Like the, some of the most fun I've had in league of legends was using all of my, using like six years of skill and knowledge in the jungle and playing as a tank, like crowd control kind of character to just, troll as hard as possible on the enemy team like me and a friend will he will just be two tanks and we will just make the enemy team's life as hard as humanly possible even if we don't win because even if we don't win those are positive games we'll have the three randoms going that was pretty hilarious anyways you know you gave us a lot of hope 
but oh. but you, in the end, it didn't come through. But uh, gave us a lot of hope. All you did was make the enemy team want to win more. <laughs> so, but um, oh, I'm actually curious about that kind of side tangent, but I, I think we can actually relate it. Um, in Rocket League, famously, I think when it comes to toxicity, most people are toxic at their teammates, right? Yeah. But I, I, can you like? I've never had a game. I don't know what it is about like team games, but I feel like it, there's not that toxicity against the opponents as much. And if there is, then I kind of laugh, right? Um, mm-hmm. But like, once again, I came from StarCraft too, right? Like literally, like it was your <laughs> opponent that was talking. You were both toxic to each other, but it's like 1v1, right? Yeah. That was the base of the game. And then you kind of move over and, uh, you know, League League is where it started, honestly, for me, League of Legends, uh, where where you're like, oh, my teammates hate me now. Interesting. <laughs> interesting. Yeah. Um, you know what I just you know realized? To, yeah. How how many times have we referred to League as League? How many times have we referred? To, I mean, how many times have we? I just did it again. League of Legends as League, and we're on a Rocket League podcast, so people hearing us say League go Rocket League, but but we're talking about League of Legends, and they're like, what are they? What jungle? I, I th- you know what's interesting? <laughs> I, I think even to this day, most people when they say League, they're they're meaning League of Legends. I think most people can can capture that. Although. I'd be curious to see if there's people who've literally never played League of Legends and they're like, yeah, what do they keep referring to? Because I don't there... think that they call it Rocket, right? They don't say, you want to play some Rocket later? No, no, let's say Rocket League so or good. let's say RL um, sometimes. Oh, that's yeah. what RL means. Okay, so I was looking at like yeah. the Reddit real before <laughs> and I kept seeing RL and I'm like, what are they talking about here? This is real life. <laughs> real life yeah. community update. Yeah, yeah actually, great transition. So let's talk about the real life community update. I'm sure you've had your, you know, fair share of fun with developers and, and kind of how they respond. But with this recent news, all right, to tie it all back, right, that, the you know, the trends are going down. Ooh, doom and gloom to a community of 200,000. Um, doom and gloom. Uh, oh, no. Um, and all like the top content creators, by the way, which I hate. I hate when content creators start being like, is, is the game dead? I'm like, you should see a dead game before you before you make a comment. But um they decided to respond because they hadn't been talking much. Okay. So I'm going to read it out here as quickly as I can. Go ahead. And, uh, um, it's not too, too long, but I'm gonna try to read quickly. And then I want, first we'll start with Philip and then we'll go with Nave. Uh, your honest reaction. Also, Philip, do you use Philip on your main show? Yeah. Have I been to you? Okay. Okay. I go we have like 18 different Philip. names. It's unfortunate, but I'm using the it. ones that I see in our recording program. That is <laughs> the ones fine. that I'm doing. Uh, hello everyone. So this is from the developers of Psionics, the, the ones who've bestowed their um, themselves to us. They've they've went from the high ground, from the epic games heavens, uh, you know, to uh, to talk to us. At the end of season, as the end of season three approaches, I want to take this time to acknowledge the conversations happening around the Rocket League community recently. Uh, okay, so the first, I'm actually gonna, you know, I I don't think I can talk about anything, but here here's a brief summary of every paragraph. Uh, they're essentially saying, okay, we have less updates and we only really communicate when we have those updates and they've been less significant. And that's why we really haven't had anything major. Um, and they're saying they're going to work on, uh, addressing the community communication gaps. Um, something about AMA, but they're, you know, what's interesting. Okay. I'm going to read the sentence and while I kind of like it, it's kind of like, you know, fun, it's fun. Uh, I don't know if it like it kind of it kind of rubs me the wrong way and maybe not rubs me the wrong way, but it, it can kind of I could see people like it coming off as c- kind of like weird. Uh, some of 
uh, so like they want to address the communication gaps and then, then they say some of this is going to be easy it's been a while since we did an ama on subreddit right uh while other plans are going to take longer to share with you all because the, the my my feeling is when i read this right is is like wait so you're just saying an ama is like that's your solution like that that's the first thing that went in my head but i don't know if you you kind of could have read it differently uh no well like that is at least a first step it is kind that's of true. a struggle because you i see the community kind of going two ways with this uh, there's like kind of a bad way where like another mobile game I play, Dragon Ball Legends, which is a Dragon Ball Gotcha game. The community is anti-developer. As long as I have a league in the title as Legends. I know. Anyway. So they're anti-developer all day. <laughs> and I'm in their Facebook groups. I see the the posts on the Reddit and stuff. And every time like the developer will post something and the first line is, it's a trap. No one go in on this because it's, you know, you got to spend your in-game currency to buy whatever it is. And they're like, we're so happy to bring this new character to you guys. Come on, uh, go to your loot boxes and get the new new character. Get the new Goku with pink hair. And I'm like, yeah. And then the first line is like, guys, hold off. They're doing the anniversary in three weeks. This is literally a trap to drain your, you know, your currency. He's like, they're gonna put him in the like the pot. And then we skip the three weeks ahead. And yes, they literally just take that banner champ and they just drag him and they put him in the pot with the new anniversary characters. And so it's like. Okay, so you sweeten the pot over here, but you literally tried to drain us out a week before just to get new Goku. So that's bad community relations. If I would point to good ones, have you guys played Team Fortress 2? Wait, you're, yes. you're gonna you're gonna put well, hold on, hold on. Before I think Team Fortress 2 might be a good example, but like my association with uh Valve is is it Valve? Or did yes. that happen later? Because Valve tends to not communicate. Exactly. From what, they don't communicate at all. They give it to the players. And they're like, it's your community. It's your game. Do it. And Well, that's kind of what the complaint is, at least from the Rock League community, right? Um, but but yeah, I... Okay, so I, I actually... On the show we did together, I kind of alluded to what our letters stand for. All right? All right. The, um, ASAP. And the ASAP letters stand for, all right? They stand for, here it is. And I feel like I reveal this every so often. Most people who listen know, but Artifact Super Awesome Podcast. So the original iteration <laughs> of the game was Artifact, the game by Valve, the card game. Oh, no. That's, that's, that was our in. That was our, um, you know, committed, you know, listenership at the very beginning before we searched it to Rock League and everything. Um, but I think it's interesting that you mentioned uh, Valve because, like, that was a big thing in that community. There's like not enough communication. And I feel like Rocket League is exclude is exuding that as well. But you actually argue that um, essentially like the communication isn't needed, which I actually like. And I agree with you, right? Because I think, I, okay, here's the thing. I think the idea is that it it's more of a show of the community if they start being negative when there isn't anything new happening than necessarily the developer. Now, I don't know if that comes from the fear of essentially, Oh, they're going to stop supporting it, which isn't ever going to happen by the way. You know, good to know we're we're buying, we're buying $20 uh, paint jobs like every, every couple months. They're making enough money. Don't worry about it. Grand Theft Auto Um, Online staying forever. uh, (laughs) But, but uh, I think another thing is, I think there's a burnout factor, especially from content creators as well, 
where they don't feel like for instance with a creative motor or with whatever where they don't feel like they can actually iterate like they don't have really like a place for new ideas right um and so like you have you know 500 clones of the best guy doing the rocket league content creating and then everyone just clones his videos right it's kind of that's kind of the meta um and they're saying like it's great when we have new content because that really helps that side of things and then the community gets hyped up and there's nice things i think esports is definitely the strongest side of rocket league right now and we're taking a break which is good because there was way too much rocket league for a while like there was so much rocket league that like there was a point i burnt out in like the first two months <laughs> where i was like uh wow uh so the uh but now i'm yeah now now it's kind of it's very interesting because like to me i i don't worry too much about that aspect right but once again from my perspective like this is not my you know full-time job right this is not my i'm not that youtube you know person at fifty thousand, hundred thousand, you know two hundred thousand subscribers where all of a sudden they have a big drop and that's greatly affecting their income right um but yeah so i think that that's where a lot of these kind of these kind of qualms happen um and you're kind of arguing yeah for that no no thing and i actually like that but i don't think i could convince the community to like it uh, even the people listening to the show are probably like no like my bad uh I think it definitely no, 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 no. My point is, my point is, I agree with you. I just don't think a lot of people are convinced that that's the best thing. They're like, well, here's the thing. I think no communication if you're pumping out a lot of content is fine, right? Um, I think it's no communication, and there really hasn't been anything except like essentially new skins, right? If we're going to compare it to League mm-hmm. of Legends for a second, just new skins, like no new champs, no no revamps. Just new skins, no new game modes, just new skins for like the last year and a half or two years, right? Um, and I think they've kind of got to that boiling point, and especially with this dip from free to play, where they're like, "Oh, it's on you guys that all these people left from free to play," which isn't necessarily fair. But um, anyway, th- these are all these things moving around, so it's definitely. I'm sure you're you're probably like, as an outsider, you're like, "Well, I've seen this in other communities, or this is ridiculous." Um, but yes, Nave, may- maybe Nave has some, you know. I kind, of, on this. <laughs> I kind of half agree with both of you. I think what the most important thing is, is that what the flavor and consistency of the content that they're putting out is. I don't mm. know if I'm talking loud enough. But um, so what Philip was saying, whenever they had absolutely no, they had absolutely no communication with the community, they had total freedom to mod whatever really, or like do crazy all the craziness they wanted to the team fortress game. Like they had all that permission and they were just like hands off in that situation. I'm like, that's a pretty cool, that's a pretty cool idea. As far as artifact goes, you can't exactly do that in a card game. Right? You can't mod your own card game cards in. And if you have absolutely no communication there, it feels like ever, it feels like the community is going to be ignored and neglected. And there's no wonder why a community would start dwindling. I don't and then rocket league is doing that <clears> now. Yeah. I don't want to like boomerang right around back to, ba- to Battlefield to Rock Band, um, but that's where we are. Like as like I just glow, I just glowed about how positive the community is. But what Philip said reminded me, like it, you go onto Rock, you go onto Rock Band's Twitter Twitter feed, which is like barren. Really, they only just release uh, DLC updates, and the very first eleven tweets underneath that will be oh this would be fun to play if i had a guitar or you know it's like it's something like that and i i'll admit i do this occasionally like i'm a little bit of that toxic uh community and for them but it's like 
that's a that's a unique situation where you have to buy you have to buy 300 400 drum sets in order to play that game and they're just not making any more but um they are they're basically radio silent with their community like they do nothing they drop the dlc and then they back off and they're a little bit more active on their subreddit but their subreddit is again an incredibly like toxic place to be where every single DLC release, instead of everyone complaining about the instruments, they're going, "Uh, when's the last time we've gotten Van Halen? You know what I mean? Like, like why don't we get good DLC? Who's heard of Slipknot? <laughs> wow. Gross. They're angry sounding. Or like, let's like well, Hall and Oates is coming. Or is coming out? And I'm like, oh, cool, Hall and Oates. And then everyone is like, where is the death metal? And I'm like, no one's ever happy here. I'm just leaving. No one's ever happy here. That's, I think that's a lot of communities, right? Where they're like, it, there feels like there's a lot of people that no matter what you do, they're not going to be happy, right? I think that's where the developer mindset of not communicating come from. It's like, we're not going to appease them anyway. So yeah. let's not say anything, right? In this particular post, you know, for instance, one of the things they're saying is like, okay, this is where we're committing our resources to, right? Rocket League, Rocket League Sideswipe, which is like their mobile game um, and related niches we're not ready to talk about yet. And I think at a glance, like that's fine. Right. I think you look at that and you're like, that's okay. Okay. Maybe there's some things, but you know, let's just say they start communicating more, but the thing that they have down the pipeline is in two years. Right. Are they just going to keep saying that for two years? Like, I think that like that, that's essentially the struggle that they have right now. It's like, do they have something that's, you know, coming within the next year or is it like, you know, one big thing that a bunch of people are, you know, not really a basis for it, but they're saying like one of the big things that they might want to change is they want to go from Unreal Engine 3 to Unreal Engine 5, right? That's a big update that, you know, help with the custom maps, help with mm-hmm. a whole bunch of features, right? Because um, it's, 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 what was it? It's, who, who was saying this? I don't know if this was on Twitter or, or whatever, but someone's saying like, they're, they're running the same engine that Gears of War 1 ran and Borderlands 1 ran uh, Dang, for Rocket League still, right? But <laughs> it, it was released in 2015, right? Mm. So, like, I think they're already, like, when they release, they're already behind, I think. is I don't know if that's entirely true, but that's my that's my gut feeling. Uh, I feel like that, still, too, because of the... They probably I still don't have know. the license from whatever they made, uh, Soccer All-Stars, or whatever. What was the other game? Yeah, Supersonic yeah. Battle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Supersonic Battle. Rocket they probably still had the license to the old Unreal Engine, so they just used that to make the next one. Yeah, probably. I kind of figure, no but... idea what the smash hit the Rocket League would become would be. Oh no, a hundred percent. I mean, that's another thing, right? Like, remember the original developers were like nine people. Like, you know what I mean? Like, this is essentially an indie game that got bought out by a multi-you know million-dollar company in Epic Games, uh, and its esports scene has also grown like crazy, right? Um, and it's interesting too because, like, with the new boom, right? It's very, very much like breathe fresh air into the game, right? Free to play has has definitely made it feel like oh, there's all this new stuff happening, right? But actually, when I got into Rocket League, right, in 2019, that was kind of when I felt like a lot of people who had been in, like, that first esports scene or the first competitive scene, that's when they started to kind of drift away, right, um, in, like, 2018, 2019, and then I started in 2019. Um, and so it's interesting to see, like, okay, are they going to hit us at a perfect time, or is this just going to be, like, okay, it's going to be so far down the line that a bunch of people are going to end up coming back after, right? Like, that's, that's the big question. Um, as to... Yeah, I guess if if I have advice for developers is if you are going to communicate more, do kind of know when you're about to announce something 
because communicating more but not having anything is not necessarily better yeah uh, i guess that's my final advice <laughs> Oversharing, yeah do you, do we, how would you do that would you go radio silent philip if you were to do it or would you uh or nave um like if we were the developers we were epic if you're games? a developer of, of let's just say yeah uh, you're a developer we both, that, we both have very different approaches to everything so <laughs> i think we're the opposite he'd probably talk and i'd probably radio silent oh really you're like you don't like this in the developer but if you were to do it yourself you just flip. <laughs> <laughs> i can't t- i can't pr i'd be i'd be I'd be a nervous wreck. I feel like I'd definitely try to talk, but I'd probably mess it up a bunch. Like I'd, I'd go out and be like, Hey guys, look at this new uh, custom spoiler. We got, it's like completely new models. It's not a rehash or reskin. We got new spoilers to put on the back of your car And the dev team. Be like, that's not going to be ready till Christmas. And I'll be like, Oh crud. <laughs> you know, <I'd> like, <laughs> be like, sorry guys. What I said last month, cancel it. Not happening. And just completely go <laughs> back. Like, don't say that either. Because yeah. now you're lying again. You can't just lie over and over. It, it just feels like they don't... like From what I got from this post, I think it was a good post. I think in general, having some regular update posts like this is fine. Right? I think it's okay. Um, I just very worry that like there wasn't really much substance in this post. Right? They're like, we're split a bunch of ways, which is fine. Which is totally fine. But it didn't really feel... Like from what what I read here, it seemed like the bigger updates are going to come in season five, right? And these each of these seasons are a couple months long or even longer, right? We're currently fish, finishing season three, so uh, that's the one thing that I'm kind of worried about. But we'll see where it goes. We'll see where it goes. Uh, all right. Um, uh, one thing that I saw Philip put in here, or maybe it was Nave, item trading system. What what was this in reference to? Uh, mostly just because I was looking at the Reddit and. Everyone seemed to be complaining kind of about the items or the item trading system. I heard that this was one of the games that was affected by the loot box shutdown back in the day. Like it it was. I I just there's too many items. Let me just put it that way. Okay. Like we're actually at a point where there's so many items. And so essentially if you want to get a better item, you have to trade in five uh, to get a new item. Oh, that's a classic uh, counter strike. But then there's like a weird blueprint thing going on where if you want to buy an item, you need a blueprint for it, or it has to that week be in the shop. Um, it's like, you know, when League League of Legends introduced like that weird thing the where it's system? like all these like, yeah. there's, no, there's all these like random like, it, I don't even know if you call the loot system, but like all these other random like currencies that like you yeah. don't have any idea how they work. Yeah, it, it kind of felt like that a little bit. Like it's like you're making this more complicated for, for reasons. So is it popular? Um, is it popular? Well, here's the thing, right? Like, I think one of the things that Rockley's gone to point with such an overabundance of, of random stuff is that there's people who really cared about trading, but I think it's actually a minority. I don't think that many people care about trading. I, well, like, there's some people who are literally like, yeah, I literally haven't changed my car in a year and a half. So, like, all this doesn't matter. I feel right? like all of those currencies are usually, it's generally a developer or a publisher needing to obfuscate microtransactions usually, which is usually, like, something that has a pretty negative reaction like whenever league of legends switched because they used to have i forgot even what it's called ip and rp thank you Uh, it was ip and rp and then they switched it to where you had rp and blue essence and orange essence and then they just got rid of rp and turned it into one of those two maybe i don't remember Mm -hmm. but it it was a uh 
it's i i have i i haven't realized how often i curse as an adjective but i it's like thinking of a word awful it was suck it was very suck yes very crap <laughs> the um I, community I didn't like it. take it too good yeah no i i think that's a great point uh i think cuz what they're essentially doing is making like fall things falsely limited if that makes sense yeah, it's like you can just have scarcity. a store where you should be able to look up and buy stuff, but they're like, no, we want to you to have blueprints, right? But then everybody has like a billion blueprints, which they can't even like look through anymore. I think another thing is a sorting system or like searching. It's like I'm at a point now where I literally, if I want a tire, I can't even like my catalog's so big. I'm gonna like spend ten minutes trying to find it. Yeah, I saw one okay. comment that was like, every object has a set icon. And so if you want the green variant of a certain tire, you'll have to swipe through the icons and it has to re-render it like as they go on screen or go off screen. So your PC or your Xbox will start like chugging as you're like going down the menu. <laughs> is this a real thing or is this just hyperbole? I haven't had that problem, but I will say if it you can go alphabetical or you can go like most recent, right? That's kind of what you go with. Um but if there's like a tire really liked from you know two years ago, you're gonna have to like you don't know the name. You're gonna have to like slowly scroll down this whole thing of most recent, right? Yeah. Um, it's they've managed to create a system where where I when I see a cool car like I like it, but there's so many like it's so poorly organized that. It's organized worse. Okay, let me put it this way. It's organized worse than like trying to organize Pokemon boxes. Okay. Okay, that's pretty bad. In the old games, you know, like it's way worse than that. Uh, And I think they could definitely. There there should be some kind of sorting. You know what I mean? Like way better sorting filtering system. Um, And I think the weird thing is, is like when you have PC, you can use your mouse and keyboard. And so that makes certain things easier or not easier, like scrolling down or scrolling up. But if you don't, then you're on this Xbox and you're like, you know what I mean? You're just putting the down. Uh, well, you know. hold on. You brought up uh, when you see another cool car or somebody that actually has like a cool kit going on. This game is very pretty. And just watching the videos, I thought it was so cinematic. Watching them jump in the air, doing car flips, and they just slap, slap it right down into the goal. And I'm like, that was beautiful. Like a tear comes out of my eyes. So like when people actually spend time in these clunky menus to make their cars look good, is there a way to show it off? Because like, I feel like I can't see the other drivers at all. That's that's the thing, right? When I see someone in my party, oh, it's great. My friend has a new cold car. But yeah, I think that's the thing. It's like the 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 skins in this game, right? Yeah, are not really visible. And I think so even if you like load in, there's no like you can't see because in League of Legends, whenever you load in, you can see whenever somebody's using a skin on their champion. That's a brilliant no idea. To... The car should literally you're. That's a brilliant idea. The car should literally be like spinning icons. You can like see their whole makes. I think that would be a great idea to actually improve that. Um, But yeah, even even like three seconds, like a five second load in where it's just it shows everyone's cars, right? Versus, you know, a splash screen and just woo these this team versus. I think that's a great idea. Um, No, because you're totally right. I like I love like designing my car, but very rarely if ever do I actually notice any other car in the field. <laughs> I'm going to be on it, like what it looks like exactly. Um, so I think that's a great point. 
Is there any way to like click on anybody? Like, can you like pull up the leaderboard and then click on somebody's name? If you see, if you're like, oh, that's a cool spoiler, can you click on their name and then see what their spoiler is? Like in Destiny, how you can no. look you at people do a gear check. Yeah, it's a mess. I, it it might be maybe that is why so many people don't care about it because it's just such a mess. And they're like, if there's a cool new thing, like maybe they'll get it. But apart from that, they like really don't care. You know, like a. <laughs> Sounds like it just needs yeah. a little optimized update, like yeah. a little yeah. uh, visual rework or something. Yeah. I would be and horrified it, if they were like, not not as a player, but I would be horrified if I was the developer trying to do these updates on this ancient Unreal Engine. Yeah, like I feel that's like pretty rough. That's so scary. Yeah, um, that's a house of cards. Oh, for sure, for sure. All right, well. I really liked seeing your takes and some of them were similar to what community people might think. Some of them were different, which I really like, which I kind of hoped with this episode to see how Rocket League was viewed from the outside. Um, I may have talked a little bit too much, but so be it. Uh, it's I all good. It's your show. Sometimes. Yeah. Plus you filled um, in. I will say if you do want to see a more wild and chaotic show, it's probably the best time that I've had in podcast in a long while. Not because this show is, is, is not the same, but there's something about the chaotic energy. Um, definitely check the, gaming together no sorry the the without the the call them out get them get them gaming together a cooperative podcast Kovlin. awesome uh i loved it i love being on that show so definitely check that out i hope you enjoyed this show some some outsider takes and uh, the last thing we gotta do is the one last thing we gotta do and um i gotta shout out the patrons okay who help support our show help uh you know Make sure the editor is, is not doing this for free. Uh, I like paying people. So, uh, yeah, uh, all thanks to the patrons. Special shout outs to our roll call tier patrons of Awesomeness, Cursor, Glorious Zombie, I Drink Clorox, Paint, Raz, Psychmopco, and Vance. So thank you all. And one last thing that I usually do on these shows is give kind of a homework. All right. It's usually Rocket League related or, or something like that. My kind of like, you know, sometimes it's very like, you know, charming or, or like kind, nice. Sometimes it's, uh, you know, go to sleep, you know, sleep a little more. Maybe sometimes it's a life advice. Sometimes it's not practical at all. Drink uh, water. But today, drink water. <laughs> uh, definitely drink water. I like that. Um, but today what I want to say is just like these two kind of went to, for, for, for the purposes of our podcast today, came into our community here and they... Uh, they kind of like looked at you know it from an outside perspective i kind of want to see if people like my homework to you or my challenge to you is to uh look up a random video game that's like somewhat popular that you know nothing about all right and and just find out about the community see if it's different see if it's the same see what kind of uh, things they are angry about or (laughs) are they more positive um and yeah check that out see how it goes but for myself from philip from nave we wish you all a good week and bye. Peace. Bye. See you.